When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben Bolin here with our auto editor, Scott Benjamin. Scott, you look different. I do? Yeah, you look a little, I don't know, you look happy, a bit of a glow. Oh, maybe. Okay. May I be frank? Yep, please do. You look a little smug. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't take that as a uh, as a diss or anything. I'm all right with that. Oh, okay. Smug, smug's good with me. Well, I, I'm just wondering what's 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 got you so chipper today. Well, I I guess I'm satisfied. I've, uh, I've recently completed a uh, successful repair on my car. Oh yeah, you know it's funny you mention that because I was actually gonna. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you. Uh, oh, no kidding! No kidding! Yeah. It's weird how these things work yeah, out. That's funny. I it's I've been dying to know uh, what what is it? There seems to be some sort of universal satisfaction that people have from fixing their own cars. Well, B, that does tie right in with our topic today, doesn't it? Yeah, but yeah. there is there is a satisfaction to it. You're right, and yeah, I'm feeling it today. That's right, and I'll tell you why. Simple as this, I replaced the headlights on my car. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, Simple as that. It makes you feel good about yourself. There's mm. just something about it. I mean, I did that, and they work, and uh, you know, they'll hopefully work for a long time. Yeah, I, I've noticed that pretty much everybody who owns a car at some point surprises themselves with their ability to make a repair. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? I wouldn't say that I was even surprised by that because you know the lights are uh, not a big deal. Well, um, oil changes a aren't a big case. deal. Uh, you know, th- there's a lot of things that really aren't a big deal mm-hmm. to a lot of people, but even so, it's still satisfying. I mean, I'm I'm happy to have completed it. You know, there are no problems. I didn't drop anything. I didn't break anything. Um, everything went real well, and you know, it makes you feel good. Now, you strike me as a guy who's made a lot of repairs on a lot of different cars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sometimes uh, in the dark of night, you know, with the, holding a flashlight in my mouth, you know, that type oh, yeah. of thing. Yeah, so it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's happened quite a bit over the years. Yeah, I've I've had a couple of trial by fire situations mm-hmm. myself. What 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 I what I love oh, wait, about wait, wait, the wait, wait. Mm-hmm. I got to ask you, what uh, maybe you've had some 
repairs that you've done on your, your oh. own vehicle? Yeah, well, yeah, like, I know what? you wouldn't I mean, think. No, I, no, I just want to know what you've done. Oh, anything. Man. Think of yeah. think of like a, a decent example, something that you were extremely satisfied that you completed. Oh, okay. Um, decent example. Okay, uh, so something easy, I guess. This probably has happened to everybody. Um, the first time I got a flat tire mm-hmm. when I was when I was a wee young lad of uh, fifteen, actually, kind of taking my parents' car without getting mm. you know formal permission or whatever mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. tire went flat and uh <laughs> i sort of knew how to change a tire but I, I remember looking through the trunk kind of panicking what is this thing what does that do mm-hmm. oh okay there's the spare figuring out those lug nuts are on there pretty tight which in retrospect is reassuring but mm-hmm. uh should put a cramp in my afternoon All right, and, so that's yeah. another podcast by the way we figure out how you got the car home with a flat tire before uh, your parents realized it was gone right you know, there are a lot of stories in my checkered <laughs> yeah. past. Now, maybe we won't delve too deep. Well, on the repair, I think the the main thing is that I did figure out I, I did figure out how to uh, do it, and I guess I always knew because it's a pretty simple thing. People mm-hmm. should know. Yeah, I was very, I was pretty proud that oh. I managed to do it. Sure, gave you a good feeling, didn't it? Um, yes. I mean, uh, even, yeah. It, we talked about this briefly before, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean. That's that's a good example, the tire example. But I mean, even if it's something as simple as we even mentioned, you know, you replace a, a dome light in the car, you oh, replace yeah. it, you know, you find a fuse that's gone bad, or you know, that speaker that keeps going out in the back, you know, you figure out that it's a loose wire and you plug that back in. Simple, simple things, but right. still extremely satisfying because when that works, after you've you've done that work, you know, you didn't have to take it to somebody to figure it out. That is satisfaction. That's when you realize, like, you know. I'd, I did that, and I'm, I'm proud of that. Now, you know, a lot of a lot of our listeners probably get the idea that uh, you've you've been sort of living and breathing cars <laughs> since you were living <laughs> and breathing. But uh, I, I've heard a couple rumors that you weren't always this uh, auto efficient. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. Um, Got any a, going more well, stories for I've, you? Well, I've had some good things and some bad things, of course. You know, early on, bad things just because it's trial and error. Okay. Um, you know, you have to give everything a shot at least once, I guess, to see if you know you can you can do that or not. But I've had I've had a significant amount of successes as well. You know, I've had a few cars that you know more challenging than others, and you know at the same time those to me were more satisfying than others because you know I I, I knew every bit of that car. I had an MG for a while, a 1966 MG Arkley SS. Oh, yeah. And um, that car to me that was both the most satisfying and the most I don't know frustrating at, at times. Um, I carried, I literally carried a box with, uh, you know, string and hoses and um, all kinds of tape and, you know, spare parts and tools and, you know, just anything that you could imagine was in that box. And uh, there were many times I had to limp home, but I always was able to make it home. And to me, that was satisfying. You know, I could get home and do, and do a proper repair at that point. Man, so you kind of had the MacGyver. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And bit. and that vehicle in particular, there was a time when I um, I lost the engine in that car at one point. Um, uh, the rod went right through the block. You know, I took it on a long trip I shouldn't have, and uh, uh, you know, it should, it's meant for you know around town. Sure. I blew the engine up, so I uh, I removed it, bought a new one, rebuilt the new one, and replaced the engine, and it worked. And I tell you, at some point or another, I had every you know, a little nut and bolt of that engine or that, that car in my hand. I was examining it, you know, cleaning it, you know, lubricating it to put it back in the engine, you know, whatever it was. But at some point I had every piece of that car in my hand and, was, you know, knew what it was all about and how it worked with other parts. From that point forward, just driving it, you get this this sense of pride, you know, that it's that it's working and that you've done that. Right. But but Scott, how, how long did that take? 
It took quite a while. I had a, I had a friend that you know guided me along. He was mm. you know standing right there next to me, but I was doing most of the work. He was doing some of it. Uh, you know things that I just didn't quite get, understand, you know how to do. But it's you know, as long as you take your time and you mm. you know it's it's not as difficult as most people think. You take your time. You just really look at what you're doing, think about what you're doing, you know, read up on it if you have to, talk to somebody who knows what they're doing. As long as you're, just, you're careful and cautious about it, you know, it, it's not as difficult as most people believe it to be. It's not sorcery. It's, 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 it's easy. <laughs> well, you know, uh, my friend, I am not the most talented grease monkey. No, but you're, you're shortchanging yourself because I know what you're about to say. Oh, you do? We've talked about this in the past, and I think I know what you're going to say. Oh, yeah. Scott, Scott knows this one, you guys. Yeah. It's, it's the one story of the time I did something cool on a car <laughs> well tell it bring it okay let's, okay let's okay, it. okay we'll keep it brief because yeah. i know you have to hear this about once a week whenever you. oh no no not at okay. all i've only heard it once okay oh well thank you <laughs> um so there i am again in my uh in somewhere in the shadowy past of my teen years mm -hmm. and uh car stopped don't know why doesn't really turn couldn't mm -hmm. figure anything out uh car stopped and uh, thankfully just uh, just a few blocks down from where i actually lived and uh i i looked around and i saw this thing that looked kind of like a uh a belt or some sort of strap <laughs> and uh i got the feeling it wasn't where it was supposed to be mm. And uh, so, so I checked around, and I ended up walking to a nearby auto store, telling the guy the problem, getting told that it was an alternator, which I had, which I had frankly only heard of at the time, <laughs> yes. deciding that yeah. I could change it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think uh, about six, six and a half hours later, oh. uh, yeah, now I know I, I, I dramatize this sometimes depending on... <laughs> You know how cool I think I am, but we'll we'll keep it brief. So mm -hmm. about six and a half hours later, um, some of my friends stopping by to to uh, encourage or or jeer at me. Mm -hmm. um, I did actually manage to get that bad boy in there mm -hmm. and to get get the belt on, and uh, it blew me away, man. Uh, that thing was that was hard to find. Mm -hmm. That was it was like uh, uh, the Carmen San Diego of the engine, <laughs> you know. But but once again, this comes right back to what we're talking about. What did you feel like when you were done with that repair? Um, Pretty proud? I felt like burning the car. <laughs> you felt frustrated then. But right? I, I was You're, proud. You were frustrated with the, with the successful repair? Um, <clears throat> <laughs> or just at your bloody knuckles after you, uh, you know, pulled your, your hands out of the, uh, the engine compartment there. Scott, you weren't there. Yeah. And you're being glued. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm kidding. But I, I guess um, one, of the, one of the reasons we, we've been um, talking about this is, is because, you know, you, you see on the site uh, a lot of uh, articles that, that explain the basics of how something works, mm -hmm. which is an essential part of knowing how to repair mm -hmm. a problem with that. Mm -hmm. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of our readers seem, seem particularly drawn to this. You know, you can't, you can't really cast a, a demographic, or predict a demographic, rather, of, of people who repair cars because at some time or another, everybody ends up doing something. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, no matter how big, no matter how small. I mean, we gave an extreme example of uh, the engine replacement. Sure. You know, that's yeah. that's a big one. Transmission replacement. I I did one of those early on. That was you did a transmission relatively unsuccessful. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> you know, it was a bad part. You know that I that I got, but I, it was successful in that you know I I changed mm -hmm. the old one for the new one. The new one didn't work. I had to take out the new Not one. Not your have, fault. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's what I like to say, even <laughs> even now, 20 years later. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody at some point does something. And, uh, you know, big or small, it's all rewarding. Sure. It's, it's even, even if it's as simple as 
you know, car wash or, or windshield wipers, right? <laughs> windshield wipers are big. Car wash, eh. You're not going to count a car wash. I don't know. Right? Maybe, maybe not. Depends on the <laughs> level you take it to. But uh, windshield wipers, also extremely satisfying because those things are tough, even for me. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, even for me. Like, I say it like, you know, I do it all the time. But even for me, that's uh, Yeah, that's I saw you wiper. earlier in the parking deck, actually, yeah, just changing out windshield wipers <laughs> at random. Was that you? No, no way. I oh. wouldn't touch those if I... Uh, if I, if I don't have to, I won't touch those. Those are, uh, those are tricky. Scott, thanks so much for sitting down and, and taking the time to tell me a, a couple of your automotive uh, war stories here. Anytime, Ben. And for those of you out there who are, who are feeling the itch of your inner mechanic, feel free to swing by the Auto Channel to learn more about do-it-yourself repairs on HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how three 20-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.